0: helps you to understand and experience the depths of God's love for you and the entire world. Thanks for listening. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 24, verses 1 through 12. Glory to you, o Lord. On the first day of the week, at early dawn, the women came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but he has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again? Then they remembered his words. In returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women who with them, who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen cloths by themselves. Then he went home, amazed at what had happened. The Gospel of the Lord You may be seated. I like coming in early on Easter morning to be the first one here. It's still kind of dark outside. The sanctuary is still dark before I turn on the lights. And you can look and you can see how beautifully it has been decorated. The pyramids have been changed to white. There's a white cloth over the cross. The, uh, the gold and white banners, the altar cloths, and the lilies uh, that are here, that have been uh, donated or given in honor or in memory of loved ones. And we have that whole list in the uh, bulletin that you can see on who they're bought in memory and in honor of to so those people who have died, whether recently, whether a long time ago, um, But in some way, as these flowers have bloomed, they are still with us. They are alive in Christ. And so also, I've been now a pastor, it'll be 10 years this summer, I've probably done, I don't know, 40 or 50 funerals. And a fair amount of those funerals take place during Lent or during Easter. And when that happens, um, it seems I want to say it's an easier sermon to write, but but that's not quite the right word. But the liturgical year of the church plays into it, right? Because during Lent, we look at how we have turned from God, how death is always going to come to all of us. And we're looking forward to Easter in which new life has come, that death doesn't have the final say. Or if you have a funeral during Easter, right? New life, that as Christ has died, so too we will die. And as Christ lives, so too will we live. That is such a predominant Easter message that we come here to proclaim this morning. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah, right? Christ died. We will die. Christ is risen. We will rise. And that is so much of our hope. And that's good, and that's right. But that's only part of our hope. I think too often what happens is that we take this Easter message and we put it off into the distant future, that it is something that is realized after we die. It is a future hope. And we are waiting for that to happen. And what I was about as I read the story this morning the women came to the tomb right and they were amazed they didn't go back to tell the other people Christ is risen therefore we too will rise that wasn't their first thought was it their first thought wasn't hey heaven we're gonna go there or it's gonna come here it wasn't a thought about what happens to them when they die I think for them it had much more everyday real life implications. When they brought, when Jesus came in to Jerusalem on the cult in a triumphant entry, their hope was that their day to day life with Christ as king was going to be different that it wasn't some future hope but they wanted a present reality to be changed and their hope was dashed when christ died on the cross and so when they go and they see the tomb empty i think their hope returns they don't quite know what it's going to be but i do think their first thought was oh my gosh everything has changed if we thought Caesar was in charge, and that is the rule of our life. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe things from this point on are going to be different. It's not something we have to wait for. But maybe in the end, Christ is king not just tomorrow, but Christ is king today. Christ is risen. And the powers that we think rule and govern this world of greed, anger, chaos, violence are not what, is not what really is in charge. Instead, the powers that are in charge are love and generosity and peace. Who wants those powers to be in charge today? Our Easter message is not isn't only one for a future that has yet to arrive. But it's for that future that's going to arrive to somehow be present in our world today. That we live now as people of hope and of love and of peace and of generosity. And I know it's hard to think that those are the powers that are in ruling, especially when you turn on the news again this morning in Sri Lanka, there was another bombing of churches and hotels, and 200 people were killed. That it's easy to get caught up in thinking the way of the world is simply darkness, and that is what prevails. But instead the tomb being empty lets us know that the powers that truly prevail are not ones of darkness those are just blimps trying to break through but the true power comes from God revealed in Christ in the empty tomb that love wins generosity wins peace wins and that is our hope today Tomorrow, every day that is to come, not just what happens when we die, that we get to be with Christ. For if that is the only thing that we hang our hope on, then we're just biding time now, right? Then we're just, well, let's wait for the future dates and just hunker down in fear. Let's just guard ourselves, let's just protect ourselves. Let's build up a wall around us, make sure nobody can in- infect us, right? That's not happening today at all, though, is it? Instead, we're people of hope and love and peace that says the real way the world works, the powers that rule are revealed in Christ that love prevails. Hope prevails. Justice Prevails. Generosity prevails. So when we celebrate Easter, we remember those who have died that live with Christ in some new way. We give thanks for when we die, we will live with Christ in some new way. And Christ lives today. We live with Christ in some new way Today And we live into this hope that violence is only a blip and not the way of the world. Love is. Amen. That's the sermon for this week. We hope from it you learned a bit more about God's love for you and the world. Please subscribe and rate our podcast to help us be found by and reach more people. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, you are loved.